Hi, I'm President Dennis A. Erdl. Welcome to the second episode of The Fireside Cast, the only presidential podcast in Upper Arlington. Before we get into the conversation, I would like to make a few statements regarding last week's episode. Last week, I stated that the new pool would be an Olympic-sized swimming pool. However, the new pool will actually be 25 meters by 25 feet. Also, last week I was unsure whether students have to scan out of the building. However, in actuality, students must scan out only when leaving the campus. Today I'm joined in the studio by Kevin Colgan. Hello Dennis, thank you for having me. So Kevin, I know you're a member of the UA Community Theatre and um, last week I believe they announced that this, this year's fall production will be The Arsonists. Can you give us um, a, a little bit information regarding the UA Community Theatre and The Arsonists? Well, the UA Community Theatre, uh, it's the it's little, it's hosted in the little theatre. It's, uh, you know, instead of doing the, uh, the musicals, um, they do plays and um, they'll do the fall play every year and then they'll also do the little shows. Um, this year they'll be doing The Arsonists, as you stated. Um, the arsonist is essentially about um, fake businessmen who uh, are actually arsonists and terrorize a city. Um, I know that the the little theater is very small. Um, and last year, when I was in uh, the uh, Diary of Anne Frank, we used that smallness as essentially just to create that claustrophobic effect. But I don't know what they're going to be doing with the you know, the size restraint for this show because there's not enough room to do a lot and I don't really know how they're going to be doing it. I see. And, and so when is the release date for your show? Um, well, auditions will be held sometime. I don't really know. Um, I don't even know if I'm going to be auditioning. And I have no idea when the actual production is going up. Well, sometime in the fall, I presume. Yes. Well, be sure to watch The Arsonists this fall. Moving on to our next topic. A few years ago, the Macy's in um, Kingsdale Mall um, closed down, and um, it, the area was bought by Kroger. However, um, Kroger never actually tore down the old building to build... A, a new one, yeah. And also, some people in the community have been advocating for for a community theater or for a community center there mm -hmm. in that area. I know UA is one of the few cities that doesn't actually have one. Mm -hmm. um, that that would be an interesting thing to consider. What what is your take on this topic? Well, um, I know Kroger. They're trying to figure out what they're what they want to do with it, and I know that um, you know a lot of UA residents are wanting to create it into the the community center, but they would have to buy it from Kroger, which that will cost a lot of money, and then actually renovating it and creating a building for the community center will also cost a lot of money. And since we're already building two new schools, you know, the high school and um, Windermere, and then renovating the other elementary schools, it's going to be a lot of money that we're already paying for. And then just paying for the community center, that would be, you know, on top of that, it's a lot of money that would have to pay for in taxes. And, uh, well, speaking of, you know, the, the new school, there has recently been, um, you know, budgeting for the school has 
we've we've gone over the budget. Right now, the budget is one hundred and ten million dollars, um, and they don't want to go over that. But um, well, from the plans, it's gone fifteen million over, and that is mainly due to um, there's a bit of a height difference between Holyoke and Brandon, about eight feet, and that would set them back about five million dollars. And then they uh, the new tornado shelter system for the school that was also going to be uh, another 10 million dollars but somehow they were able to um, not have those new tornado shelters because they made a proposal before that law came in act what are your thoughts on that you know having the new tornado shelters not implemented into the new school well i don't think it's really too big of an issue um we, although we do get um, one or two tornado warnings mm -hmm. per year, I, I don't think we've actually had a tornado in central Ohio in the past 50 years. Um, so I don't think that's really going to be too much of an issue. Um, however, um, regarding the budget, um, I, I believe the original design called for a four-story mm -hmm. building, and now that's been cut down to a three-story building. Yes. And... Also, in sort of a connection to the tornado thing, um, if you're on the ground floor in the center of a building, mm -hmm. of a three-story concrete building, I think you're pretty safe during a tornado. Yeah. Uh, what they're also doing, because of the, um, you know, they're over budget right now, they're not going to be moving the stadium. So the stadium will stay where it is. Um, and they'll keep the turf, the uh, waste stands, and all the light poles. Those will all stay, and everything else will be um, renovated and improved, which um, is, you know, it's a lot different. But they also said that they were not going to, um, like, mess with the baseball stadiums. Uh, and, but that's originally where the new school was. Well, where are they going to fit the new school then? That's the That's, question. Yeah, and they're also saying that they want the front entrance to be on Zollinger. Yes. So, but how are they? I don't really know how they're going to do that. Are they going to put like uh, a bunch more parking in front of the school, and then like you go through the parking to get to the front entrance, or there? I, well, I think if they're going to still keep the field, the field, the, the football field, the baseball fields then they're probably going to put parking lots where the, the current school is and then they'll probably build the new school sort of in the practice field area and where the, the lifting rooms are and possibly near the tennis courts perhaps a wing of the building might be there however I, I don't think I, I guess they're going to be building up more vertically mm -hmm. rather than horizontally so if they do that Ooh. they might be able to fit the entire school there yeah but they're also saying that the new school design will be essentially the old school design just higher because you know there's an influx of students coming mm -hmm. um, and you know they're also gonna have to have a bunch of parking so they're gonna have to have a bigger building uh, overall so I, I honestly don't know how they're gonna do it I guess we'll have to wait and see until there's even more information or we actually get the new building. Especially um, when cutting the fourth floor, that, that mm -hmm. does really cut a lot of their options. And um, though on the bright side, I don't think UA is going to be getting much bigger anytime soon because mm -hmm. there is 
virtually no undeveloped land left here in Upper Arlington. And so I, I don't think the, the student population will be increasing more um, anytime soon. Well, I mean, there has been an increase, um, and they're just essentially trying to counteract that with creating a new school that one, um, so we don't have the leaky old school, and two, so it can actually house those students in, in an actual school. Yes, yeah. Uh, speaking of the school, uh, in terms of parking, um, I know that last week that you were talking about parking and weren't really sure about that. Um, I believe what they are doing is that uh, when they're doing construction, the parking that, uh, that, that is like near the tennis courts, anything along that path um, from Holyoke to Brandon, that will all uh, be gone. You will no longer have parking there during construction. And um, I also believe that they're trying to get more parking in the new school. Right now, uh, in the old school, the school that we're in right now, has about 500 parking spaces. Um, I know that it, originally they were going to go for 500 in the new school as well, mm -hmm. but that doesn't seem like it's enough already, so they're trying to push for 600 spaces, so 100 extra. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I, I, I do think that would be uh, a, a nice thing, having more parking space in the new school, because right now I believe there's a lottery for parking spots, and that's yes. even with um, w without construction. So even right now, there is um, a limitation. And um, again, with the reduced space, how are they going to fit that in? Uh, more er, 100 more parking spaces. I, I think it might be something. Well, something to consider might be um, building a garage, perhaps. Yeah, they were talking about an underground garage. But then they uh, decided that that's probably not a good idea. Um, they didn't really want that happening. Um, I don't really know why, but I feel like it's probably a good logical explanation why. I, I see. So Kevin, to transition into some more global events, what's your take on the recent Kavanaugh hearings that occurred this week? Uh, wow. Um, well, I think Right now, Kavanaugh is in a good position of getting into you know, the Supreme Court. Um, I think there's just been a bunch of noise, try, a bunch of Democrats trying to get him to not get into it, mm -hmm. but um, I think they don't have enough evidence to keep him out of it. I feel like they, um, they're not really they haven't really found anything, and they're trying to, you know, delay it. Um, but I think it's obvious that he's going to get into it unless they find some breakthrough that he that he has done or said. I, I see. And um, so now, considering that um, last week a new senator was appointed by the um, by the Arizona governor to replace. Um, John McCain's seat. The Republicans now once again have a 51-seat majority. Yes. And um, so th this will go to the Senate, and Kavanaugh mm -hmm. will get confirmed. There's no doubt about it, mm -hmm. especially considering that a number of um, Democratic senators in red states, such as um, Heidi Heitkamp from North Dakota, um, would have to, would, would probably 
have to vote for Kavanaugh because mm -hmm. she's facing a very tough re-election re bid in North Dakota where she's actually behind in the poll numbers now. Um, North Dakota is a state which Donald Trump carried by more than 30 points. And so that is going to be um, tough for the Democrats to try and retain um, this upcoming election. However, I, I do think there, there might be a, a slight chance for the Democrats to actually um, make um, some, to take some pickups here. Um, one of the possible states, I think, where that's possible is Tennessee. In Tennessee, um, the, the Democratic candidate is Phil Bredesen, and he was the former Tennessee governor um, two terms, and when he left office, he had a 65% approval rating. So I, I think um, that Tennessee could be a possible flip for the Democrats. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, there could be a you know, potential flip. However, there has been... Um, Democrats who are also praising Kavanaugh for, you know, being um, uh, a, a good person overall and having fair opinions. Um, and then uh, in terms of like, you know, there's a bunch of Democrats saying that um, they didn't get time to review the 30,000 documents that were just released. Um, but these are all like documents from when um, Kavanaugh was the secretary in, in the Bush term. So these are just a bunch of files that most likely don't have um, very much information in them, and these documents most likely will not change the minds of any um, Democrats or Republicans. Well, it's certainly not going to change the minds of any Republicans or Democrats, because mm -hmm. it's pretty obvious that everyone's going to be voting along party lines. Mm -hmm. However, I do think it is it, it, it would be important for the American people to see, excuse me, how... Um, Brett Kavanaugh um, acted under the Bush administration because under the Bush administration there were quite a few controversial things um, with the Patriot Act and Guantanamo Bay mm -hmm. and, and so I, I guess understanding Brett Kavanaugh's legal perspective on, on those things and whether they violate the Constitution or not, I, I think that would be an interesting or an important thing to know about him before appointing him to the highest court of the land. Yeah, essentially. Um, yes. Um, so I, I think um, in the, the 2018 election, I, I do think that the Democrats will probably be taking the House of Representatives. They, they've got about 7% um, uh, lead in the polls nationally. I know at, at the beginning of summer, the, 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 their lead was closing in, and it was about um, 45 to 46, but now it's about 47 to 40 percent for the Republicans. Um, and, and so I, I do think the Democrats might be able to take the House. However, I, I think the Senate will probably retain its Republican majority, however, not with the filibuster-breaking 60 votes. Yeah. And I think one of the problems facing the Democrats right now is that um, their platform right now is basically just anti-Trump. Yes. There, there is no, there is no other platform other than well, anti-Trump. However, on the flip side with the Republicans, it, it is basically just pro-Trump. Mm -hmm. So I think the selection we're going into will sort of be a referendum 
on President Trump rather than a competition between people running for office. Yeah, but it um, the the Democrats also have um, they're they're also going on the basis of um, gun rights, mm -hmm. um, you know, firearms, and then uh, I'm, I believe that the uh, Democrats are actually looking for a uh, a new face for their for the Democratic Party. So they'll probably be not have Hillary um, be running for president, and they'll probably have someone else this year. And they'll probably run on the um, the uh, idea of having um, more restricted um, firearms. And that's one thing I'm looking forward to. Right after the midterm elections, we'll start to see people announcing their bids for the presidency. Mm -hmm. um, it, it would be interesting to see which Democrats might be willing to run. Um, I, I know Joe Biden, he said that he might run. He hasn't confirmed or denied it. However, he said, I am not not running. That, that's what he said to reporters late last week. And um, also, I, I believe Elizabeth Warren might um, announce a bid. Um, however, I, I think an interesting thing to consider is will President Trump be facing, um, an, uh, will, will, Presi will President Trump be forced to go in to a Republican primary? Because I know there are, although President Trump has a very strong base, um, I, I know there are a number of Republicans who might be willing to um, contest him in the primary. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, there's, he'll definitely have some competition within the, um, the Republican Party. Um, I think that just the way that he's been acting recently, that might also um, um, jeopardize his, uh, his, him getting into his second term as well. And, and I think one of the only reasons that um, President Trump was elected was because he was running against Hillary Clinton. Yeah, and I mean, he's also just going on the base of, um, you know, all basically just the Republican ideals, um, you know, the free market and all that, mm -hmm. and also, um, you know, uh, filling up the um, spaces in the courts yeah. um, with more Republican uh, justices. Mm -hmm. Well, though, so, however, he has sort of um, strayed away from the Republican from the Republican or orthodoxy um, yes. with uh, the tariffs and, mm -hmm. you know, breaking up the, the free trade agreement between um, Mexico, the U.S., and Canada, yeah. and going into a trade war with um, China mm -hmm. and um, European countries. Um, I, I think this, this will start affecting um, U.S. consumers pretty soon. Um, the tariffs might start affecting um, the price of electronics, those are sure to go up with the tariffs on China. And I, I wonder if this might at all affect the midterm election turnout. Um, it might, you know, it's, since he's going uh, against the um, Republican ideals. Um, I, and I believe the tariffs will also be, um, be uh, affecting the industries because they'll have um, raw materials um, like metals those also have a tariff, um, at least from China, and uh, importing and exporting. Mm -hmm. um, 
So that is uh, a major impact for the Republican Party. And um, I honestly don't know how that's going to turn out. I see. Well, thank you for joining the conversation, um, Kevin. Oh, thank you for having me. It's a um, pleasure. Join us next week to talk about student council announcing 80s as the theme for homecoming. Major funding for the Fireside Cast has been provided by Serpent Cinematography, Thunderstrike Game Productions, TV Productions, The Combat Robot Kev Foundation, empowering robotics engineering since 2016, and from contributions from listeners like you. Thank you. If you'd like to sponsor an episode and have your name mentioned in the, uh, on the episode, contact a cabinet member for further information.